Hello, guys. Welcome back to episode two of Time Under Tension. Like we talked about last episode, we're going to start this off by introducing ourselves, who we are, our stories, and what led us to this point here. So I'm here with Dee Davis, and we're going to kick it off first with her full life story, all the details, and then I've got some questions for her. So Dee, tell me, who are you? All right. Well, a full life story, I feel like, is uh, needing to be cut down into some smaller bits and pieces here. But um, really, who I am is actually something that I feel like I'm coming into now. Um, But my history is that I I was born and raised in Bloomington, Illinois. Uh, I went and I played volleyball at the University of Illinois for college. Uh, After that, I went and got Uh, a dual master's degree at Ohio University, my MBA and my master's of sports administration. Um, That's kind of when I started to realize I really was passionate about athletics and working in athletics, um, kind of transferred from being the athlete and being passionate about volleyball to absolutely wanting to have my hands and feet in uh, athletics period. Um, And so after that, I realized a little bit further about my self and that my passion in athletics is the ability to work with the athlete, um, which led me to coaching. So uh, coaching volleyball is what I do now. It is what I did uh, immediately after I left grad school. I went out to California and started at Santa Clara. I was there uh, for a year and then moved to Stanford, uh, worked there for a year as well, and then actually ended up taking a year out of collegiate volleyball coaching uh, once COVID hit just kind of needed a little bit of a reset to know why um, I was passionate about coaching college volleyball in the first place. Um, Had uh, an experience in my spirituality that really kind of allowed for this um, journey into my deeper self and knowing really more about my inner being. And so when that happened, I went to Texas and ended up being a director of a volleyball club Uh, Dallas Arsenal. And that allowed me to actually bring a life coaching piece to youth, which also then absolutely ignited my passion for for the space of coaching. Um, Then more recently, I accepted a position at Davidson. I moved out here in September and have been here coaching volleyball in my most truest self really embracing the role and seeing how I can have the work-life balance as well as bring my superpowers to the space and really, really do what it is that I feel like I was meant to do. Um, And a little bit of a background history as to why I feel that way is because my spiritual journey, my faith journey um, really took off over COVID. And so that is when I realized that I wasn't just the athlete. It's when I realized that there's so much more to me than what meets the eye. And it's allowed me to see what my experiences in this life have really allowed me to see as blessings to move forward into how I can then relate and uh, help others become the best versions of themselves. Um, and really, that's why I'm here. And that's what I love to do. Uh, it's why I'm excited for this podcast, because I feel like it's going to allow a lot of really good conversation 
um, about tension and uh, the time that we spend in that place, but just how cool it is to really see how much you grow after you're deep in the midst of that tension and how perspective is so important. Awesome. Um, you talked a little bit about why you became a coach, you know, with your background in volleyball and then naturally sounds like you have a lot of tendencies to uh, like empower people and be supportive of them. Um, what is your favorite thing about coaching? My favorite thing about coaching is being able to use my past experiences and my superpowers of connection and love to allow athletes to really come into their whole being. Um, I think coaching provides a intimate kind of connection, the relationship you can have with, with the athletes, uh, young women that allow for trust and relationship building, but also this place of stress and anxiousness and perfectionism where I feel I can really implement things I've learned that help them not only be better on the volleyball court, but also able to be their truest versions outside of volleyball and really take that into the world afterwards. That's great. You mentioned your superpowers being love and connection. How did you come across those as your gifts? Yes, that is really one of the coolest processes I've gone through in my life is realizing what my superpowers are. And when I go back to think about identifying that it's something that has been a part of who I am since I can even remember is my ability to connect with anybody and really provide a very safe place for others to come with their struggles or their successes. I celebrate, but I can also provide a very judgment-free zone to just allow others to feel heard. Um, but coming into that was this process that I talked about over COVID where for me, God is who I believe in and God really stopped the world in my life and stopped me from this course of autopilot constantly to really having time to sit with my thoughts and time to sit with myself and see how I was talking to myself and see the things that I really thought about myself. And when those started to become much more prominent and I was aware of them hearing uh, sermons from Elevation Church was what I connected with um, in my spirituality journey. Those sermons really were connecting on the deepest level to the things that I needed to remove from my thoughts and renew my mind. Um, coming into my superpowers allowed me to believe that I am more than my body. I am more than an athlete. I am more than the things of the world. There's something special and unique about me. And there's something special and unique about everybody in this world that allows them to have this one thing that they can hold on to uh, that aligns more with self 
And so when I get to use my superpowers, which is what I feel like is me, myself, in a space I'm passionate about that connects with athletics before having that be the thing that drives others to become the truest versions of themselves and feel that joy and happiness just lights me up. I feel like it absolutely explodes my soul chamber, my chest area, um, and I get to feel alive. That's great. So you mentioned um, body image or being an athlete. What are some boxes or stereotypes that you feel like you've recognized that you've identified with and that you're working to uproot and overcome? I think this is the biggest area that I'm being challenged in right now, actually. Now that I have found grounding in who I am, it's now being tested a bit where um, I am having to really see just how much I'm rooting, had rooted my body image um, and sport performance with being loved. And so something I'm really coming into now um, that's a box I've put myself in forever is that the things of the world are what make me significant, are what make me lovable, not anything on the internal. So a box I'm breaking is that the biggest one is that you talked about, Liv, is body image. So I have for the longest time, the one thing I have never been able to let go of or surrender to uh, God, surrender to the universe is that I'm more than my body. I'm more than abs and being super lean. And that's what's going to equal love. That's what's going to allow others to love me is if I look a certain way. And um, having to break that box down and really let myself experience freedom by releasing cardio, not doing it at all, uh, just completely getting rid of it and not allowing it to take over me anymore um, in my relationships with food or just this feeling of being loved, having to trust that who I am, those superpowers that I have, the journey I went on to find my innermost truest being, that's the reason that I'm going to be loved in this world. And so breaking that box will allow me to, to freely be myself and really embrace the person that God created me to be. That's great. So a lot of times we, you know, focus on identifying goals, but I think that there's some value in identifying your fears. Um, Tim Ferriss kind of talks about that a bit, and I think that it can inform our goals a lot. So thinking about that and just some of these things that you've brought up around the things that you're working on overcoming and reframing in your life, what are some fears or one fear that you have? I think, um, and we talked about, we talked about this a lot. Um, and I think something to mention is just having somebody, a partner in your life in, or a friend in your life that you can go to, to really have these open discussions with that allow for just thought to get out of your mind and out into the open and have others opinions and have compassion from another person is significantly important in growth journeys because if I didn't have you with me I'm not sure where exactly I would be so that's just a side note um but 
I think fear is insecurity. And when we talk about fears, it really is rooted in the insecurities that we have. Um, and something I've been doing just as uh, my February goal is to X out something that I'm not every day. And today I actually X out the in part of insecure because I am secure. I am secure because of who I am and I'm secure because of what I believe in, in, in God and his promises. So, um, I think that my biggest fear, like I've mentioned before, is that I have this insecurity that I'm only loved for my exterior or some sort of performance-based works. There's a lot of anxiousness and fear that I feel thinking in my thinking that I am only going to be loved for certain things that are completely going to decay anyway things of the world so i think letting go of having to fight the battle of letting go of the fear that i am not loved for my inside that i'm loved for my outside is what has allowed me to really be uncomfortable in that tension um, but grow with so much more freedom and so much more joy and happiness and peace because faith, it, faith is peace to me. Fear is anxiousness to me. So if I'm insecure, I'm constantly in this state of fear and anxiety and I'm worried about tomorrow and I'm worried about what so-and-so is going to think about if I, you know, what I, it could be anything. Anything rooted in the world, to me, holding on to that just creates all this anxiousness. Whereas if I let go of that fear, if I let go of fear, period, or insecurity, period, all of a sudden there's this freedom, this sense of peace that it's impossible to understand, right? It surpasses our understanding, but it is so fulfilling and overflowing that aliveness is actually a reality. That's great. So that kind of goes into my next question. Um, I think that a lot of times the things we struggle with are the things that we kind of talked about. Those are the things that allow us to grow. They give us the contrast, the darkness, so that we can see the light, so that we can appreciate how far we've come. Um, so what is a specific struggle or area that has been a barrier in your life and now you've found that you've been blessed through it or have been able to grow because of it? Mm. I think this is twofold. A barrier is being so concerned and rooted in the things of the world, people's opinions of me and who I thought I was supposed to be, um, these unrealistic expectations that allowed me the struggle of realizing that I don't know who I am and everything that I am has been rooted in who other people have told me I'm supposed to be. Um, and I think the other part of that, I guess the second part that was brought about by that was the 
disordered eating patterns that I've essentially, you know, struggled with since college. Um, once I found that my identity as an athlete, the superior athlete, like I was better, you know, really good in high school and was getting a lot of awards and love and attention from my athletic performance when that was taken from me that my identity my identity was rooted in something outside of my control um then moved to body image and so i started having uh disordered eating patterns then um where i wasn't necessarily eating enough i lost quite a bit of weight in a short period of time and that really caused a lot of tension in all of my relationships and I lost a lot of my relationships um, and really became very self-centered and obsessive around food uh, and trying to control that because I felt like my life was just out of control in all these other areas since my identity was lost. Um, the athlete identity was lost. When that started happening, it has been a journey ever since and has evolved in its ways. Each time I've had a season of struggling with it, though, has come an opportunity to connect with others struggling in a similar way. Definitely allows me to connect with uh, athletes going through similar struggles of body image. Um, again, using that as like a superpower that experiences those experiences of mine have been moments of character building of self really realizing what I'm allowing to be my roots instead of seeing that I can choose to be rooted in my internal being, the unchangeable, the absolutely in my control um, gift of who I am and the uniqueness of myself, um, that those deeper lessons have continually provided me abundant blessings after the struggle. Um, most recently binging has been the issue for me struggling with, um, being, having self-control as I saw it in the week. And then all of a sudden I would have, you know, an episode where I would binge and then it would lead to like four or five days of binging. And even honestly, when I moved in my life was really uprooted from Stanford, it was an every night thing for you know, a little over a month. And so I, what I realized in that, and this is one of the greatest, biggest blessings gifts I've received is that I was so deeply desiring this fullness, this feeling of fullness and spirituality is what now I see is what's going to fill me. It's giving, it's being a coach that's able to provide a a place for these athletes to be able to come into their best selves. And it's being able to love and truly understand what love looks like. It's being able to be with a group of people and just enjoy the present moment. It's a blessing. The biggest blessing is being able to know that it isn't worldly things that are going to create this fullness feeling in me. So eating all this food was just me craving so badly this desire to feel peace, to feel full, to feel happy and joy. But I didn't know how to go about that until I was going through it and got through a certain season of it 
to learn the deeper lesson of nothing in the world is going to be able to fill me and create this fullness that I seek so badly and desire so much just because I crave this purpose of my life. I want to know what I'm here for. I want to know I'm significant. And so learning the lesson through the eating disordered patterns has really allowed me to see just how much a external circumstance or a season that I'm experiencing, taking myself outside of the emotions and trying to find the blessing in it, learn the lesson, build the character in it is now allowing me to see just how full I can choose to be based on things that are in my control and surrendering everything else to him, to God. That is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing and for being vulnerable. I think that there's a lot of power in being able to give a voice to the things that we struggle with so that they're not hidden. We're not identifying them as shame that we're identifying them as important parts of the journey that have led us to this point, you know, and if we don't almost give them the credit that they're due, I feel like not only do we kind of keep them in the shadows in a way that allows shame to fester, but we don't really give credit to God for having worked through them. So I think it's awesome that you're able to talk about that. Um, so you've done a lot of self-work. It sounds like you've spent a lot of time reflecting and just becoming really self-aware. Um, what would you like, what is some advice that you would give someone who was just wanting to start this journey and, and find out who they are and even know where to start with spirituality? Yeah, I, I think everybody's journey is different. That's such a good question. And I think really what I would say is to just enter into this space of self-awareness, see your thoughts for what they are and use your emotions and your experiences as tools. See, go back and create a roadmap of your life and really kind of see these big moments and what you can take and learn from them. But also knowing that emotions in all of these external circumstances that we face this tension our emotions are just tools they're indicators that there's something making us feel a certain way and what is that thinking about what that that thing is that's causing the emotional trigger i think was something that massively impacted me just becoming more aware more self-aware and this is the lesson you taught me is to take my emotion out of it and just see it for what it is because what that did was allow me to see what trauma it was rooted in from my early childhood or throughout my entire life where is this truth that i think is truth that's actually not it's false what's that rooted in so i can then uproot that and unlearn and relearn the truth that is much more um I productive, efficient, joyful. Um, it just allows for true freedom and, and peace. I think that would be my, my advice. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing today. Um, is there anything else you want to leave everyone with? I think that's, I felt good about that. I just want everybody to feel peace. I want everybody to feel love. And I think that we should never apologize for who we are. We should live our lives. And 
I have so much love to give. So if there are any questions from this or if anybody has any further comments, whatever, I'm super down to talk about anything that anybody may want to discuss further. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We will catch you guys in the next video. Please like, subscribe, comment, and next video will be asking me some questions and then we'll start getting into the real fun stuff from there.